Welcome everyone to Seeds of Love. We're back today after a little, little hiatus um, and talking about body image with my beautiful friend, um, Gabriella Carnival, who's also, if you all know, know her, a professional belly dancer, which is awesome because that's your passion. Like when I met you, it was like dance is life for Gabby. And not only do you get to like do that every day, like live into your passion, it's like something you've turned into a profession as like a dancer with work and a performer with work. And then also as a business owner with Abundance Studio that you started this year, which is super exciting. So <laughs> turned it into a business and, and developed yourself into an entrepreneur as well. And I'm so excited for people to get to like, check out all your, um, all your links and I'll make sure that we post it all so everyone can have access to you. And, and, and I love the videos that you post, even on your Insta stories, like you show up um, as all of those things, like the business owner, the performer, and also like the human and the woman and the dancer all on your social media. It's not just, you know, one image that you choose to show people. It's the scope and the whole spectrum of Gabby. And it's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> yay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I really like showing, you know, different sides of who I am as a human and as a performer and as a business owner and just, you know, being real. I think that's important. That's what creates connections, right? Like the, the most beautiful connections come from being real, so. I think so. Truth yes. and truth. So we wanted to jump into this conversation because it's something that we've both um, have struggled with in life. And it's like something we, when I had sort of started taking on my relationship with body image and moving it more into self-identity and how I identified as myself with my body. It was like, I didn't realize how much of myself I was putting on just body image when there's so much more to us that is like so beautiful and like grand and wonderful. And we don't like sometimes see that or give ourselves the opportunity to see it because we're so focused on something that maybe we don't like, or maybe is like taking up so much of our, our energy or how we relate to ourselves and other people and the world outside of us. So I thought this would be a really great conversation to have. And thank you for cycling back to it because um, I know as a performer and as someone who's been dancing for so long, um, you know, I don't have that kind of experience in my life. Like I didn't grow up dancing and, and I mean, I would dance, but not, as, you know, capacity as yourself. And, um, and that's a whole industry that's like some people don't really talk about, or there's uh, misconceptions about the industry and what kind of comes up. And I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, your side of it today. And then also how you've, you know, you've taken it and moved it into this really beautiful, um, you know, business and way of life and like an embodiment as a dancer and like identifying as a performer and a dancer. And like the body is a huge part of that, especially for you as the belly dancer, right? And just showing every, showing it. And I am, yeah. <laughs> And I love those. I love it when you use those props and you're spinning around. Like, I can't wait to start seeing more Sultan's 10. Um, That's where she works. Um, <laughs> so I just kind of want to jump in. So like, when did um, the concept really of body image or like, when did you start noticing you were looking at your body and beginning to have sort of like an internal dialogue about it, whether it was a positive conversation with yourself or a negative conversation with yourself? When did you start to notice that? 
Um, yeah, so I noticed when I was quite young, I like, I guess the first memory that comes up and that I have is I was about five or six years old and I started taking ballet lessons and I was super excited about them. But somewhere along the line, I started to realize that or at least started to feel that I was like the chubbiest little girl in the group. Um, I felt like all the other little girls were like much thinner and they had like straight blonde hair and I had like curly brown hair and I was kind of chubby. And um, I think that's when I started to notice and I told my mom that I didn't want to go to ballet anymore and I stopped. So it, it was, um, yeah. And I was super young, like five, six. <laughs> I think six is when I stopped. I probably was there for a little bit, but um, I noticed that it was, I started to become aware of it at that age. And at five or six already having like the idea of like, or even just the thought of wanting to give up on that. Like, and how often is it like, oh, I'm in this, this situation that's causing me like self-doubt or I'm feeling insecure or it's like, and like the curliest hair or like the littlest job it's like I can't be a dancer it's like who came up with that and who told us that right that you know and you're already willing or wanting to give up on something that eventually becomes such a passion and a big thing for you at such a young age and like how often is it in life where we want to give up on the thing that actually brings us so much joy because it sometimes brings us that discomfort of like wow. the doubt and the discouragement and it's so much easier to just stop going to class and, you know, stop showing up. But it's like, you're yeah. still there. <laughs> so that's a lot. awareness at such a young age, that's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. That you remember. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. I think that's probably my first memory. Then it came up in, you know, throughout the rest of my life in many situations, whether it was dancing or not. Mm. But I think what happens in dance and as a dancer is that you want people to actually look at your body moving, right? And you look at your body moving and that's what brings you joy. And if you're kind of denying that or like hating on your body, it's your instrument, you know? And how can you show up like fully in love if you're not giving that love first to you, which is your, um, your instrument of of work of art so it's been an interesting process to get there well and I think of it, process. I think of it like for other people who are performers as well whether you're like a high performance athlete like you know they'll always be maybe someone who's a little bit faster or a little bit stronger or a little bit taller um and it's like where do you you know find the comparison where does that become unhealthy and when does that unhealthy um comparison sort of start be becoming the intention behind behavior and like mindset and how do you catch that you know how do you become aware of that and when do you intervene on yourself or on someone else that you're seeing who's showing a similar behavior or pattern um so where do you feel the root really started for you then like the attention to the body i think we kind of touched on that a little bit um yeah i think it started you know super young um maybe a little bit in class, in dance. Um, I also feel like just a lot of comments from society and like people, people that I knew, just like even the tiniest comments 
maybe saying something positive or negative about another person's body and then me finding myself comparing mm. like oh they said this girl is like beautiful do I look like her <laughs> maybe not so you know like even that kind of stuff even if it's a positive compliment um or like they said this girl is like you know has whatever and me thinking do I have that and like is that negative positive um so I think a lot of it comes from culture a little bit like just our surroundings we are kind of you know there is a whole industry I think that also wants us to not like ourselves too much <laughs> the dark truths we said we'd be so, dropping truths today <laughs> like that's, yeah <laughs> it's true, right it creates a dependency on other things as well yeah 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 so I think that's that was the root also you know maybe I was a little like um I had more of a predisposition to it like I don't know because it did start very very young for me right um I think the fact that I liked to move my body and to use my body to express might have like just enhanced the fact that I was focusing there so any comments around that would affect me more mm -hmm. or I would let them affect me more yeah and even in competitions you know you you hear all the time if you like are around people who are maybe judging a lot or like passing a lot of judgmental comments or gossiping and that kind of stuff like I feel like yeah. if you don't know how to stay in your own power during that time and at five and six it's like what does that even mean right but it's, yeah exactly. it happens and it's like you overhear it um, it can either see Dell or give you a little bit more freedom to just show up who, as you are and who you are. And I feel like that's where it's so important to create that really great self-identity and sense of self and self-assuredness in young, young children, just in yes. general, right? But to be able to cultivate that within yourself at any point in your life, if you're starting to doubt that, and so many people still are, you know, as like women, like I'm 32 and it still happens where it's like, if I hear a man or anyone make a comment about all oh, that woman, like she's like the most beautiful girl in the world and I look nothing like her. And I'm like, what does that mean? It's like, no, I am my own beauty. I am yeah. my own wonderful. Um, and it's like, it's remembering that in the moment where it's like that twinge kind of comes in the, into the belly where it's like, oh, what does that mean? Like, it's actually, no, that doesn't mean anything other than the fact they think she's beautiful and she is beautiful if I'm looking yeah. at her. Um, and a way to just sort of like enhance and encourage women and lift each other up like everyone's their own kind of beautiful and if you compare yourself to like the perfection areas or whatever it is of somebody else um, I mean you're missing out on so much life like you don't get to see your own parts exactly. um, so was there a moment that you can remember where you felt like the pressures of all of that like especially as a performer um, or if the strain of it was ever too much like, or was it just kind of like a natural progression where you just kind of noticed yourself thinking differently about the body? Um, or was it, was there a time that came where it was really um, like high pressure to look a specific way as a performer or as a woman? Um, and did intuition ever kick in there where it was like, oh, I don't know, like maybe this is too far. Yeah, so I, when I started to, I, I returned, I guess, more seriously to dance when I was 14. Um, a little bit before that, 14 is when I started belly dance. And I'm like, this is, you know, what I love, what I want to do, like the rest of my life. And at that point, 
just taking lessons, taking it more professionally, I think the pressure got more intense in me. And um, that led to just, you know, very not beneficial behavior towards um, my goals, right? Like, so the internal dialogue, the self-hate, negative body image got worse, worse, worse. And that in my case um, ended up leading to eating disorders. So um, I did always feel with my eating disorder habits, I guess, intuition in moments where I never took it, I never crossed certain lines. So um, a little bit of a, I guess, an insight, like um, I had moments where I was more like dealing with anorexia and then moments um, more like binging. And I couldn't, I was never able to um, make myself throw up. And I think that for me was like intuition or source or just the universe or love saying, don't cross that line, you know, like, let's stop it here. You can find other ways. And I did, and I, you know, (laughs) did other unhealthy things, but I was always held at that line. Like I tried and I just couldn't, and I would try and I couldn't. And I felt like I always like felt it. Like it was just love or source or intuition just saying, don't cross that line. Like we're stopping here. You know, there is love for you and you'll find it. Like, (laughs) and I think um, reaching those like bottoms and knowing that there's still a little bit of light and a little bit of love is what helped me like really push through that also like with time, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so beautiful too, because like you touched on a couple, like a couple things there. It's like you went from like one eating disorder to maybe to the next, like you just kind of laterally moved a little bit. So yeah. it's like something for other people to see as well. Like someone might go between multiple different eating disorders in their time. And it's like, not like you might know someone that you think is just one thing or you might notice one thing but it actually could be happening in other areas as well and even like over exercising people who do that a lot where they put so much time and energy like they cancel things to exercise too much and don't take care of their body or nourish themselves enough just to look at have a specific physique and to look a specific way and you know that that little bit of like being aware of other people around you who, if you suspect that they have maybe like an eating disorder, it's like that there might be multiple. Did you ever notice like other people around you um, that might have been struggling with the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And it's important that you, that you touch on that because the signs sometimes are really subtle for others. Um, I mean, depends right like I I went down the over exercising route and sometimes Mm -hmm. I was doing like five hours of spin classes per day like that could be a little too much you know like anybody could be like what's going on um but um they're like you know like my body didn't look sick necessarily you know like it wasn't like people would look at me and be like oh my god you know like so it happens more than you know sometimes we can easily see and it's also very like especially in I think in young teenagers when I was going through it as a very young teenager 
um, there's like communities that almost celebrate it. Um, and uh, we were mentioning this before, but there's like communities called Pro Anna and Pro Mia, um, which unfortunately, you know, they still exist. And I really don't think that the promoters of these communities mean to harm anyone, but they themselves are usually struggling with eating disorders um, and just promoting and sharing different ways to, you know, be even more into that. Um, but for me, noticing signs in others, I remember in like a dance colleague, <laughs> a girl that I used to dance with, and um, I started to notice just like some of the eating habits that she had or the way like her weight would fluctuate like super quick and comments that she made like small things. And at one point I was like, you know, just sure. I'm like, she is going through the exact same thing as me. And I was able to feel like so much empathy towards her because first of all, I knew how that felt and all the pain and just like resistance and self-denial, like denying yourself of joy and beautiful experiences that generates. And, and, you know, that empathy that I felt towards her was reflected back to me like I, I felt in a way that I could you know begin to give myself a little bit of empathy around all of this as well yeah and a reminder of like not being alone like that so yes. many people struggle with the same thing right or not having like you know where competition might become the drive it's like and it be unhealthy it's like for you you actually develop more empathy and I think that's what we're talking about in this conversation and like seeds of love is how to bring more love to it and it's like when you see other people who might be struggling or when you when you educate yourself on like like what you had talked about with certain behaviors and patterns and that you were able to see it able to bring empathy to it but not judgment not shame not guilt not like utilizing it to create like a, you know, a way for you to win over her to be like more ahead in competition. It was like, you came back to humanness and yeah. compassion and also for yourself, like give your, gave yourself a moment of like, right. Like I'm not alone in this. And it's something like we're in the same boat and like, how do I move out of this? Cause like you had mentioned that intuition piece had kicked in and it's so beautiful that you've listened to it. And I encourage a lot of people to listen to that that thing that's just about to kind of like, is that, is that healthy? Like, is that, you know, is that what I should be doing? And it's like, I'm listening to that and you maybe made a move in a different direction, but it's like, it's still a moment that you, you, it was like a call that, you yeah. to, that at least put you into like a different direction to uh, continue to grow and continue to heal and develop. And we're here, obviously you're on the other side of that, which is a beautiful thing. And you have a, such a, we'll get to, we'll get to that later, um, you know, the light on the other side of it. Cause it's something that um, you know, when you give yourself grace to, to heal through it, to move through it, to like actively start to question also embracing gratitude and self-compassion. And if you want to get through it, then you'll, you know, you'll get through it. And I like that you talked about, you brought these up pro Anna and pro Mia, cause I had never heard of that before. Um, <laughs> that's a thing, but I know with social media, there's so much coming out, right. Even like with body positivity, we've talked about that before on another call. Yeah. Like, yes, it's body positivity, but it's still maybe promoting unhealthy living, right? So it's like, are we, are we like, where's that line? And I think that's where the intuition 
is so important because that's that the intuition is yours. Your intuition is unlike any other human being in the world. Like your intuition is what speaks truth to you and you alone. So if what feels true to this person, they might be at a totally different level or place in life and have a totally different self-identity, totally different level of emotional regulation or intelligence or maturity, right? And like, you're able to see it and feel it a little bit differently that for you, it might not be true for you. And to someone else, they might love the community. It gives them a place of feeling like they belong, but maybe aren't ready to move past it yet. But for you, it's like, if it feels true, follow that. And I say that about like many things in life, your intuition and listening to your heart and keeping that in space will keep you on check in where you're moving in life to at least follow your own path to healing or your own path to love and whatever that truth is for you. So it's beautiful that you've done that and you're able to like bring light to this because this is something that we talked about was like not knowing what that is. It's really hard for people to actually see that and be aware. And I remember my sister at one point, she was in university and she wrote um, a paper on body dysmorphia. And she had said that, you know, she's like, I think you should read it. Like it, you know, and at the time, this was a year, this was years ago. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then only recently have I cycled back to that. And her, her husband wow. went over to the garage, grabbed <laughs> all her stuff. Um, and I'm reading through it. And not only was this a paper on body dysmorphia that I didn't really know about, it was written by my sister. So there was a part of it that was like, oh my God, yeah, like I yeah. can do that sometimes where you look in the mirror or you look at a photo and it's like, I don't see the joy. I see this that's not working for me or my hair is astray or like you know I'm not wearing the right outfit or whatever it is and I'm not seeing the joy yeah you look at the photo and you see everything that's wrong or everything that we want to change rather than seeing the love and seeing family and seeing community and support and friendship it's like we see all of that and it's like we live in that society where it almost like there's so much pressure and emphasis that to break that mold can be really difficult. And what we're trying to do, I think, you know, with this, this podcast is just like, <laughs> no, that like nothing that you're doing is like, like if you come back to love for yourself and how you want to feel within your body and we'll move into this and what's so important when you kind of release that control that that body image has on you and how and moving into how you want to feel within your body how you want to move within your body how you want to express with your body not i look this way and it means this or i look this way so i'm not enough coming from a black mindset or going into self-harm to look a specific way it's like intention is so important when it comes to that i believe and then what we put on the line when we put our bodies at risk to reach a specific goal driven by a specific intention so that's just something that i kind of want to leave like kind of leave on the table right now is like what's your intention behind that action what's your intention behind that thought um and is it loving and you know are you ready to kind of heal and does it need some space Mm -hmm. for healing and self-compassion so i just like to leave that with people (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) Um, but how much of like body image do you feel people hold as like a major part of their self-identity like I think from my, my part of it, it's like, because it's had such a hold on me, I assume that it does on everybody else, but <laughs> not be the case, right? Like a lot of people might not be driven by body image at all. Um, I think there's, you know, everyone is different. So it might be 
slightly different for everyone, but there is at least a thought that I have is that the idea that we each have about ourselves has an impact in the way we move through life, right? So if you have an idea that your body is flawed because this, 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 and that, you're going to move differently through life. So I think it will have a big of an impact. Now, for some people, maybe it's not the body, maybe it's something else, right, that they think about themselves, and that might um, make them act differently in other ways. But there is, I feel like in general, we all have some form of body awareness, because we are like physically here in a body. So it would be very odd to not um, have any form of awareness about, you know, how it looks or whatever. Um, the thing is, noticing how those thoughts and how that relationship is making us show up in the world. I think that is important. So whether it comes from a place of specifically being the body or something else, you know, some people might have an idea that maybe their mind is not as strong as they need it to be or as smart as they need it to be, whatever it is, like just the idea that we have about ourselves has a big impact in the way we show up mm -hmm. in the world. So and I, what, what that brings up for me, um, you know, when, when, if someone's complaining about their joints or feeling stiff, um, and it might be from their diet, right. That might be creating a lot oh, of, inflammation, yeah. but immediately we'll go to, oh, it's, it sucks getting old or I'm getting so old. I'm getting so old. And that's like, you know, where they go to with that. And it's like, that might not necessarily be the case, but it's like, yeah. it might stop you also from doing more activity or doing more movement or changing up your lifestyle if you use your like age or aging as sort of the reason behind why you're feeling so stiff and it's like encouraging you to maybe look at something else like maybe it's not that and in my my holistic work it's like let's look at many things like let's look at your lifestyle and movement and like are you moving or are you doing a lot of sedentary stuff are you sitting around you know what's your eating habits like are you eating a lot of like really acidic or inflammatory um, inflammatory foods that might be causing the pain within the body that you might just need to adjust. And it might not need to be a complete overhaul of, you know, your, your diet, but it might just be one small thing. But if we just go to, it's this way, because I'm old, it's also I don't like for me, it doesn't sound very empowering, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> I've given up. I've thrown my hands up. I'm getting old. So this is what happens. But it's like, I know, I know people and I've seen people who are aging and as they age are healthier, more vitality, like feel yeah. sexier than they ever have, like are expressing more than they ever have. And I think, so that's, again, comes down to like the intention and the thought behind it. And like the story that I'm choosing to tell myself about my body, why I feel the way that I feel in it. And it doesn't have to be like body image doesn't just have to be about um, like calories and weight gain, but about like the flexibility and the pain and the pressure within the joints and what's that telling me and this and the body will tell you so much. <laughs> so it's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to encourage people to just like focus on weight, like listen to the body of, as a whole in general and what it's trying to teach you and where it's trying to speak to you through the intuition of, oh, that hurt when I got up or, oh, I don't feel great. Like when I eat this food, it's like, okay, but it's time to listen, right? And just listen yeah. to small adjustments um, and really figure out why, like what the intention is behind it. Do you want to feel healthier? Do you want to feel more flexible? Do you want more vitality, you know, mm -hmm. and to show up in life like that? 
you know, or show up and all, oh, you know, bitching about your aging process and how everything's falling apart. Um, yeah. Or, yeah, I'm going dancing and I'm trying yoga and oh my God, I feel great. Um, and also something that we talked about was like when you choose to start maybe living more of a healthy lifestyle and, and not being like restrictive, but also being dedicated. I think that there's like a really good distinction between the two where it's like, um, you might just be very disciplined in what you're putting into your body because you know, like you're feeling better, you're feeling healthier, you have more energy, you're sleeping better. Like you're showing up less irritated when you see people and you might be dropping weight or you might be getting healthier. You might not be as available to people as you maybe were at one point or wanting to go to the, the family party and have the large piece of cake or go to, you know, dinner with friends and order your own salad. Like, and if that's the case, like doing that, but they're also sometimes being attention around that, right? When you choose to take on your health and you're showing up like with more vitality that can be triggering for other people who are used to seeing you in a certain way of being that it's like, they don't know what that means. And it's like some people put so much meaning behind someone choosing to have a salad over a slice of pizza and like that being, you know, like taboo or it's like, because you're having a salad over pizza means there's something wrong. And it's like, that's not, you know, necessarily true. And I want people to know that and like, <laughs> okay to take on your health and for other people to notice means that you've got, you know, you got some gains and you're doing great. Like, you know, keep yeah. it going. people are noticing. Um, and how are you feeling within the body? Because we can take that so personally oh, yeah. and we start like making better choices or healthier choices and showing up better and saying no to the pizza, to the chocolate, to the binge, to the, you know, if you're part of a community that's used to seeing and encouraging a specific behavior and you're starting to stop that, it's like, you're, you're messing with the status quo a little bit, right? Some people can take that so personally when they're, when those comments come in. So again, it comes back to like, what is true for you and your intention behind it? How do I feel within my body? What do I want for my body and for my life? And making decisions from that place. I know I've gotten to an area where I was like very like the healthiest I'd ever been at. I was eating like six meals a day, like not starving myself at all. Um, And people telling me like, I needed to eat a burger or whatever that means. Or they were scared I was getting sick. I'm like, well, these people who really love me, it's like, it sounds like they think I'm, I'm, I've got like, like that something's not right. And it's like, is there something true to that? And then I started into that self-doubt of like, maybe there is something I'm not doing right. But I was like, you know, exercising daily, you know, I was teaching spin class. I, I like in a health, I was, it was all to me, it felt great, but I took what they said so personally. And as my truth that I ended up completely changing my behaviors after that. Yeah. So like, I'm, you know, rather than standing in that that personal power of like, no, this is right. This feels good to me. I feel good. I've never felt healthier. They're just concerned or maybe they're just in fear or maybe it's triggering within them the work they need to do. But I didn't have that awareness at the time. So it's like encouraging people that if you're going to do that, like I know you've talked about that before, especially as a performer, like a day of a performance or like the day before. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've experienced it a lot, um, especially the last couple of years where I, you know, started to actually make healthy choices. Um, You know, sometimes people have a hard time like responding to that or respond 
in ways that might generate some resistance or like you said could bring out some doubt like what what is it that I'm doing wrong I just you know don't want this right now and I think it's empowering once you can it's a practice right like the more you can practice just explaining in a loving way like you know what today I don't want that for example for me I've had situations where maybe I had a family dinner and then right after the dinner like two hours later I had to be belly dancing and like you know I can't engage in the same way because I won't show up to my show the way I want to show up to my show so being able to just really verbalize that in a way that is loving towards others but also loving towards yourself mainly loving towards yourself and just you know making sure that nothing is taken personal you know like what they're saying if they're telling me like you know why are you having salad and chicken and not like burger and fries like I don't know like right now I feel like my body really needs um the salad and the chicken or whatever it is um, maybe another day I am more into the burger, but if I have a performance in a couple of hours, I just can't do that because it doesn't make me feel good. And me feeling good is really important. So just like verbalizing that is a practice. It has been a practice for me, but I think with time, you know, people understand. And if they don't, it's okay. Like <laughs> you'll just be the weird one and whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pretty weird and we love our weirdness like you're yeah, one, of weirdness. one of the best weirdos I know um <laughs> and you know what I hear in that is like boundaries <laughs> I hear the word boundaries just like boundaries. screaming at me and it's like it's yeah. boundaries that you set with yourself and then boundaries that you might be setting with other people and it doesn't like setting boundaries doesn't have to be this like angry lay it on the line cut you out of my life black and white kind of thing but it is that like you know before a performance it's not what I eat because I don't show up the way and you said this too that I love I don't show up the way I want to show up yeah you didn't say it like I don't show up in the performance that I'm required to or expected to or what the audience wants like you don't give it all to them it's how you show up as a performer because that's how you identify with yourself that's where you like that's life for you dance is life and, good and like flexible and embodied and like yes sexy and powerful and it can be hard to do that when you're feeling bloated when you're feeling yeah. like like weak or just fatigued yeah. or you know even just because you like nauseous because all the food yeah. rolls he's a belly dancer like that's I'm moving my belly a lot like <laughs> and I think that like the personal boundaries like the boundaries with the self is like I don't let myself cross this line because then I'm also not living into to my version of myself that I hold in high esteem like this is who I am and when I give over to the opinions and the judgments of others because maybe it's easier I lay myself on the line it's like sacrificial of like it's like a, a sacrifice to your dream of yourself to the vision of yourself and it's like do we all want to show up as a better version of ourselves I think so I believe that everyone wants to be extraordinary in some way whatever it is for them today 
And also, you know, the mom who shows up who wants more energy with her kids or the dad who shows up that wants more, you know, vibrancy with his wife or, you know, like who doesn't like a little bit more fun in the bedroom or like the grandparents that want to play more or the athlete that like to be a little bit quicker, but like maybe it is those, you know, those meals you're eating out of obligation or judgment or peer pressure that might be slowing you down. Who knows really? Or maybe the diet that's not working out for you or the trainer that's not right for you. Like just because you might be following a trainer or working with a trainer doesn't mean they're the right ones for you. And that's where it's like really listen to like how they're training you, what they're teaching you. We have a really great friend. I hope she doesn't mind us bringing this up, but about when she worked with that trainer, not only was it about the movement and yes, being in proper alignment and form, it really brought her into her body and how she felt within her body and the perceptions she was taking on things and how she was looking at life, like as a whole spectrum. So yes. It's like really taking time when even in, in those communities and body positivity communities, because as soon as I started going into more of like, I'm cleaning out my feet, I'm getting rid of all these people that don't, it doesn't make me feel good. And it was like body positivity. But then it's like, well, <laughs> that one doesn't feel right for me. It's like, so I'm not following them. And that's it. It doesn't mean anything other than for me, that's not, it, it doesn't make me feel good. I don't show up confident. It's still creating doubt. You know, and I think that it's really important for people to like think about when you see yourself showing up, when you're living that healthy life or, or in the body, how are you feeling within the body? Are you feeling insecure and it's coming off that way? I do find that I feel that way. And we'll get into that um, a little bit here in a minute. Um, but it's like when you show up in that self-doubt and like you've sacrificed, like there's like a, you're shrinking mm -hmm. rather than yeah. standing in the power, like Oh, I'm losing you. Come back. And I'm not saying no, but it's just like today, not a good day for pizza. Oh, maybe I froze. No. You did freeze for a second, but you're back. Okay, I'm like, right by my internet. So it's so weird. Um, but it's like when you show up like that, you end up creating community around you that's like, oh, Gabby has a show tomorrow. Like, I'm ordering her salad when she comes over today because I know that's what she needs and it empowers her. And it feels supportive, right? Yes. People are on board with your dream. Yeah. Like, be on board with each other. It's like if yes. someone's trying to lose weight or get healthier, follow a specific diet. Maybe you know they're a keto diet. Maybe you know they're low carb, or you know maybe you know that they they are all about just like meat and potatoes, and that's their thing. Like, don't be on them then. Like, have it available and let them eat, right? And it's yeah. like if you know that your friend has a performance coming up, or a show, or something, or your child has something coming up, it's like, and they want not a child really, like you know what I mean, like if yeah. Um, like your friend is having like a performance and you want them to come over part of that is like I see your dream I see you as a performer and like I'm not going to put you also in that position where you have to choose like is that friendship is that community is that love and support so bring more love to those con those conversations too around the dinner table of like <laughs> you've got you got a show coming up and let's eat like I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some options um yeah question so is there a moment in your life where you feel like negative body image stopped you from pursuing happiness or joy or free yeah <laughs> and yeah. how did it feel um I felt like I went you know in life I went a lot for what I really want but I also noticed how with some opportunities I kept like postponing them 
um, in my mind, it was like, I'll only do this when I weigh less. Um, and in my, in my personal experience, it's been mainly television. Um, it's something that I've always wanted to get more into. And um, like, I could have pushed more for that. You know, it's not that I didn't do anything um, or maybe just allowed it more, you know? Um, I, I did some appearances, but it was never like, I didn't go all in and put all my energy there because I felt like, oh my God, you know, like a lot of people are gonna see me and I don't, I don't look good and I don't deserve this. And, you know, I'm not worthy of this yet. So a lot of like self-denial and just denial of the fact that there was a girl inside of me wanting to really enjoy a beautiful experience on TV um, or whatever, you know, beautiful experience. So it has come up there. Um, also in like, you know, just everyday situations, like we were mentioning, you know, like going to the beach and maybe not being fully happy, like just not, not being fully present and enjoying that moment because you're thinking of how your body looks in a bikini instead of thinking like, oh my God, like look at this beautiful ocean and these beautiful people and just like embracing that joy. So um, for me, like the, the thought that just comes up is like you, um, it can, it can make you deny, you know, the fact that some experiences are trying to actually like flow through you, like there's happiness and joy that is trying to come out here. And, you know, I blocked it or just denied it because I thought I wasn't worthy because I didn't look a certain way. So that's the way it's shown up for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can empathize with that. Like, I think a lot of people can empathize with being on the beach and like not yeah. totally ready. And I do, you know, I feel like there's been moments and I can answer that as like, I wouldn't go to the beach or I said no to being invited yeah. to the beach or um, being at the beach and still not being able to fully like enjoy it or on a vacation and chaining myself to my beach chair in my yeah. safe little space that was comfortable for me rather than like oh relaxing in the ocean and floating and just like embracing the moment and like oh my god embracing the sun and being with my friend or my family it's like I would still sit there in like the pain and the physical agony of like fear yeah and it's like in that moment we have an opportunity to like release ourselves from that accept ourselves for who we really are and all of who we are and embrace all of who we are stop that denial right and like this is that part of like letting love in like letting love in as in the love of this experience the joy from this experience like love that higher vibration of like the acceptance the compassion like freedom serenity contentment joy like enjoy the beach right relax in the ocean instead of like sitting in your chair in that fear yeah and like be a woman feel sexy be a guy feel confident like walking the beach with your partner or your friends or your children or on your own and maybe you're someone who's like single and still figuring that out and like how to feel confident within the body a woman who's trying to you know feel how to get that sensuality back that confidence back or letting go of the insecurity 
you know, a part of me, it's like, oh my God, I'd, I'd aged, you know, six, here comes the age story is like my body's seven years older or eight years older. And I'm going back into the dating scene. Like, what is that about? And like so much coming up for me around that. And it's like, I think as I've continued to open up the door inside me to allowing self-acceptance around the body, allowing myself to redesign what body image means to me or how much body image I'm going to allow negative body image or how I choose to see my body be the full part of my self-identity. I'm like understanding now that body image is only just like a branch of my self-identity tree. So it's like, I identify being like a healthy woman full of vitality, energy, fit, you know, maybe yes, strong and lean and like energetic. That's how I want to feel within the body. Then I look at my body image and I'm like, does it reflect? Does it look like that? And am I living in integrity? And if not, that's like a call out, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what do I need to do to start that movement towards actually embodying the image, <laughs> embodying the image <laughs> that is sitting within my authentic self of like, this is actually what I want and who I, who I want to be and how I want to show up is this version. And this is how I'm showing up. And I don't have to change it 100% overnight like that, but it can be that small progression of listening to intuition of, okay, that didn't feel right. Oh, that was a moment to set a boundary. Oh, here we go. Having this conversation again. Okay. We're just going to have to revisit like one small little step towards healing that and continuing to see yourself in the identity of the image of the embodiment of the self, the like embodiment to me is body image. Like how do I, what do I want to embody? And that's changed a lot over the last little, I don't know, a few years where I started learning more about energy and how it feels within my body. And it's like, y'all joy feels great. (laughs) (laughs) Playfulness. Like that all feels awesome. uh, Like tight, tight, like letting that like restricted. Yeah constrained to like constrained and chained man to like chairs (laughs) to like the comfort of the home when it's like if you really sat with that of like how do I want to feel within my body and what's the next step maybe it's to buy some blueberries maybe it's to buy some strawberries and just have like a small healthier option in the house or like give yourself the opportunity of just like adding walks to your day like one small thing I said to a friend, cause the gym's opened back up here. Sorry to rub that in Toronto. Um, <laughs> so my gym opened back up and I'm like, I don't care if I get into the car and all I do is drive there and like walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes, because mm-hmm. usually when I get there, I do more, but it's getting my brain into the habit of like making, yeah. getting up and going, getting up and going, getting up and going. Yeah. And I'm not going to make it about like, I didn't do 5k at the gym today. Or I didn't, I didn't, exactly. fall. I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't hit the weights like I normally do. Or like, it's been six weeks since I've been there really. And like, I feel super weak and I should have been doing this in the last six weeks or whatever. Self-chastising, making up all these excuses. Instead, it's like, it's a new day. Yeah. New day, new decision, exactly. a new way of looking at it. Um, so do you feel like there's ever been a moment where when you actually fully was like, self-accepting of the body and like felt great about the body you know great body image day or just finally like surrendered to it and like believed in yourself and that you are making healthy decisions now that you've been healing and that you actually believe in yourself that you're 
and trusting yourself that you're showing up and doing the best you can and healing along the way. Do you feel like that has ever opened up a door for you in other areas of your life? Or does that open up doors for you when you allow yourself to stay in that space? Yes, for sure. Um, for me, the strongest space, and this has been always like that, even when I was um, going through like eating disorders and lots of negative body image and other moments, the moment that I have my costume on and I step out and there are people watching me perform, I go into a state where I'm just like, there's nothing stopping me. And that is beautiful. And that's liberating. That was so liberating for me that I think that's why I kept just, you know, falling in love with belly dance, like every single day. Um, the moment where I'm performing and I feel confident mm -hmm. and I understand how the way I move my body has the power of making that person right there smile. Like that's everything to me, you know, and in that moment, there's nothing that is stopping me. Like there's no doubt. There's no negative body image. I feel powerful and it has had beautiful effects from opportunities to perform in other places from I don't know photo shoots from like little girls coming up to me and saying like I want to be like you or like you know like the cutest things um or people giving me gifts after a show like just it comes back in love that's ultimately what it is right when I show mm -hmm. up in love to do something I love the only thing that can come back is love from that. So that is like <laughs> a certain it's equation. Right? It's inspiring to the woman who's maybe been wanting to not belly dance, but maybe she's been wanting to do salsa. You know, yeah. maybe it's like seeing seeing a woman who's like totally in her power and expressing and confident is like, man, like maybe it's time, maybe it's time for me to, to try the salsa lesson or whatever it is, like go back into dance or hip hop, or even if it's just some type of self-expression or going into the group that um, meets online about this specific topic that I'm really passionate about. It's like embracing and like living into that, that dream or that desire or the passion and not putting it over here because it's different and not, you know, people think that's weird or it's too much or you can't make money that way. Or, you yeah. know, like, well, that you maybe you can, what if you could, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. if you could? and yeah. what if you didn't like, yeah. what's like, what's the sacrifice? It's like, I put my dreams on literally like to the side, I put my passions to the side because I might not make money or, people might not take me seriously, but it's like, when you tell me when you're dancing and you're in performer style and even just like at home stretching, doing, like doing your stretching videos, it's like, you're still then living out your passion. Like you're yeah. still free. Yes. And I'm allowing myself to do that. And that is powerful. When you allow yourself to do what you love, it's powerful for you. It's powerful for people who watch and it brings more love into the world. And that's why I always like preach, do what you love. <laughs> and I know it's quite cliche, but it's at least for me, it has been the way to, you know, allow more love into my own life and therefore 
into the lives of others as well and just show up better. Not better like in a, you know, comparison mode, but show up with more love, more aligned to who I truly am and more, you know, powerful mm -hmm. and with the ability say like when I'm teaching a class, I also notice that a lot, you know, like if I'm teaching belly dance, I am in a position where, you know, I'm blessed that I have the possibility to inspire something in somebody else. And, you know, a lot of the, a lot of times I'm like thinking, I'm like, this girl right here taking my class could be like the next, you know, super belly dancer who inspires like such a big community of belly dancers in the future and who sparks so much joy into like, you know, a million people watching her. And it's, it's beautiful just to think that. Mm -hmm. um, and to think that that can be taken away or, you know, because comments or things like it's weird or you won't make money. Like I've heard it all, you know, like what I do belly dance, there's no one in my um, family, in my group of friends. Like I didn't even know Arabic people until I started <laughs> belly dancing. So like, it was just something so, um, um, so like, you know, weird for everybody looking at it, but is that going to be the reason why you don't do something you love? Like, I don't know. It's a personal decision, but, um, for me, there was no other way. And it ends up allowing a lot of healing towards your body image, mm. even physically, when you allow yourself to live doing things that you love because it's like, you know, love is contagious. Like you get the energy from one thing and then bring it on to another. And I've just had moments where maybe after the show, you know, I felt that negative body image creep up again and, you know, just lots of self-doubt after I was off stage or whatever. And then maybe leaving the show, there's like a woman come up to me and say like, oh my God, like that was beautiful. And uh, I used to belly dance and like, you know, now I want to go back. I've had that so many times, like women telling me, oh my God, I used to belly dance when I was like, you know, in my twenties and now I'm like 50 and I want to go back. And it's like, yes, like, please go back. And then, you know, that's all healing. It's all like love and good energy that we're putting out into the world. And it's powerful. I love that. It's like a reemergence of something that made you happy and joyful that you just kind of put put aside for a bit and it's okay if it's that's happened it's like remember how you felt when you were doing it remember how you felt when you were living into that space and it's like I know a lot of people when they you know become parents it's they put stuff like that aside and um, either stop taking care of their health or doing the thing that makes them happy and mm -hmm. I think that like one of the reasons we keep talking about and kind of when it comes to body image it's about like doing things that make you happy because that's part of like how you show up and feel within the body. Like yeah. there's this huge, I think, missing link that people don't really think about or talk about where it's like the job that's causing these, like this stress and this anxiety and weighing me down might also be showing up within fatigue within yeah. my body, which yeah. maybe like stressful, um, like, and like maybe poor eating habits or unhealthy mm -hmm. choices or a dependency on alcohol or pacifying in some way, how we're treating the body rather than 
Maybe it's like, I know this job stresses me out at this time in my life, or maybe it's like not the right fit for me, but I'm going to like go outside and get some nature or go outside and get some movement and like get my vitality back up or notice that this job makes me feel this way. And is that something that I want to continue on? And like, maybe the, the body is talking to you and teaching you other things too. So it's like the body, I don't, I, I just want to get get this clear it's like when for us well for myself anyway body image has become not so much about fat or skinny like fit or not it's like what is my body trying to teach me in this moment where is my body teaching me if this isn't true for me whatever situation i'm in because my intuition speaking to me through the body through its tightness its constraint or telling me you know that knowing that something is wrong when i'm in here embodiment in body awareness, not in my head about logic and why and da, 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 the body is a body teaching me that like, I am tight. I am uptight. Like the way that I hold myself, like I'm freaking wearing my shoulders up here. Like I need to chill out or like, I haven't taken a deep breath in how long, like, what am I, why am I not allowing myself to relax? Like body identity and body image, I think is going to start really evolving for people as to like my body teaches me things my name is whoever and my body is a is a part of me that helps teach me what I need to know what I need to grow in where I need to heal because I am connected to how I feel within my body I see it more as as something that helps me navigate this life and I'm so grateful for it as it's part of my inner compass exists in here yes like I've become so much more connected to my body that's what body image has become for me has become for me a space of healing and growing within myself, whether it's inner child nurturing or whatever's coming up for me, because I'll feel the discomfort. It yeah. opens up such a door to healing when you become more connected to the body. So it's how do I identify to my body? My body is now become my internal compass and my space of awareness. And yeah, do I get anxious when a man touches my belly sometimes <laughs> you know do I like do I walk around in like no pants all the time no like there's <laughs> a bad body image day and I got like the pants on the jogs the hoodie and then there's days where it's like I might not have any pants on and I might be like dancing around the house and loving every minute feeling sexy yeah. and it's like those days shift but it's like on the day that I'm feeling that insecurity and I'm showing up in that space where I maybe am not letting, you know, a man get close to me or love on me or whatever it is. And I'm denying myself that experience as a woman too. Like we mm -hmm. talk about that self-denial is a huge thing. Yeah. I, I take that, that experience away from not just me, but that person as well, you know? And it's like, I don't, I, you know, you hear in all these like relationships that have been going for a long time. It's like, oh, we don't do this anymore. We don't do this anymore. And it's like, you know, my, my husband doesn't touch me or I barely like, you know, spend time with my wife. And it's like becoming so tight within each other. And there's, and it's like, we take that, that experience away from each other when we create that separation within ourselves of how we feel within the body. And we don't like give over to like embracing each other. And I watched a movie last night about this woman who was drawing like a portrait for this man who had lost his wife and he was so in love with her and he was talking and trying to describe her. And there were so many moments where he was actually describing her as like a state of being, like an environment. And it came out in the photo, it was beautiful. And the woman had asked him like, what do you miss the most? And that was, he said, and he started to cry, it was her embrace. Like that was her favorite thing, his favorite yeah. thing about her. 
And it's like we stopped embracing each other and we stopped accepting each other because yeah. we created so much separation from ourselves and from other people. So much comparison. Yes. Right. So much judgment. Not just like with each other, but within ourselves too. Mm -hmm. And it's like we're like starting to become, I believe, more of a cohesive unit as like a human race. But that takes like that time and that acceptance of like, you know, my child might want to be a ballerina but I don't want them to be in ballet because that's weird. Like I want them to be a baseball player. It's like, who is this about? And where do we allow people to like have their individuality? When do we start honoring people and their individuality and, and love on each other unconditionally? It's like, I think when we start loving conditionally, like I will only do this TV show when I reach this weight. That's conditional love. Yeah, only wear this costume and record myself in a video when I'm like this conditional love. Right. And it's like we do this all the time with each other. I will love this person more when they show up like this or I will go to the beach and like relax and <laughs> when I'm this weight or look like this. It's like, oh, my God, what if something like goes down in life? Like you like you said, you put it off, you put it off, you put it off, you put it off and you don't get it right. You don't get to feel it now. Like. It's so great to feel joy. It's so great to feel all of that. And we yeah. can choose that and work through. And if we don't feel like that, that's okay too. Like we don't have to feel joy all the time. Like, <laughs> no. like it's exhausting when you're like, you know, feel that pressure of being the positive one all the time. It's like, I don't prescribe to that shit anymore. <laughs> um, so it's like what I hear too. It's like when, it, when you embrace that, there's like an allowance, like there's a lot of acceptance around um, just showing more love for yourself, showing more love for your body, showing more love for the people around you, showing more love to your passions, showing more love just in general. It's like, I'm going to bring more love to the conversation I have with myself. I'm going to be more intentional behind how I show up and just, you know, it's like a self-declaration mm -hmm. of like being more loving. Cause that's the like thing. It's like, what do you feel is the most impactful part of you? stepping into like a healthy body image and self-identity. I feel like for you, it's love. <laughs> it comes uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is love. <laughs> I love you, the woman who's watching, who like wants to get up and belly dance with me right now. Come yeah. on. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love your dance moves. It's awesome. And your music is great too. Thank you. Um, so what advice or any feedback do you have to not only women, but like performers and men around the topic of body image? Um, the first thing I would suggest is just to bring more awareness to your situation. So whether that means sitting, going for a walk, you know, being still with the way you're feeling, is important and becoming aware of how you're feeling. Like sometimes it's so almost like automatic in our brains that we don't even realize like, you know, oh, I'm feeling this way. And then because of this, you know, I'm not doing that. So just even becoming aware of that. I think we always kind of know, at least for me, like whenever I was not showing up you know, at my best, because I was letting these voices stop me, I knew I was doing that. But I was like, denying it, like, I didn't want to see it. I was like, no. So just sitting down and becoming aware of that is a big first step. 
recognizing in the ways that that might be limiting you and then just really focusing on what you want and then going for it. So um, like you said before, the intention matters. So if you want to, um, if you want to be a dancer and you want to perform in front of like a really big crowd or whatever you want to do, or you want to be on TV or you want to share your music or your paintings or whatever, right? Um, or you want to be a coach, like just embody that. So going back to the body image, make that your body image, you know, like I am a performer and really like bring that back into your body with the emotions, with the way that you're going to you feel about that and understand that you can be that now, you know, maybe not with you can be that now always progressing to greater levels because that's the way it's always going to be. But like, just allow yourself to um, embody that and be that right now. So I would start with self-awareness and then with just like refocusing on how do I want to feel? And if the struggle, at least for me, I did need to ask for help when you, if you're like into an addiction or an eating disorder or something like that, don't be ashamed. I mean, it's, it takes some courage to, you know, go up to someone and say, Hey, I'm doing this in private and, you know, not too many people know about it. And it's kind of embarrassing for me or whatever, but, um, ask for help when you need it, receive the help and go for your dreams because literally it's like the most beautiful thing you can gift yourself with and the rest of humanity as well. So allow yourself to be who you really know you are and want to be mm -hmm. embrace the love embrace the help embrace the yeah support. that's beautiful you know and I like that part of like you know coming back to that whole body awareness bit it's like awareness in general about anything in life like change can't happen unless you become aware of it yeah. and awareness is such a powerful tool and you know there's days where it's like gah I wish I wasn't so aware about this specific thing but it's like, no, it just gives you like a way to go to the next level with it or get a little bit deeper or to, to learn a little bit more about a person or a yeah. relationship dynamic, maybe even one with a family member. Like you become more aware about these things of like, oh, they're actually, this isn't about me and this is about them. And I don't have to take it personally anymore. And I don't have to take on that family narrative or story anymore that's been running in through my head for how long that's theirs. Yeah. Oh, I don't have to do that. It's like awareness is such a, like a, and again, that's like a whole other door opener to yes. a life of your authenticity of like, oh, what does that really mean for me? Or like, does that actually make me happy? Like, what am I really doing here? Like, am I really happy? Like, these are big questions sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think there's they people are. that you know, feel the question come up and are like, no, I'm not asking that question. And I can get that because it can cause you to look at a lot of stuff that might not be easy to see. And I remember yeah. when I started to ask myself more questions, I saw things I couldn't unsee, you know, because it's like, now I see it. What am I going to do about that? Because now it's like, if I want it, that's up to me. And it's going to take change. And it's going to like take maybe pushing your comfort zone a little bit or a lot yeah into the unknown and trying new things but like the possibilities are so beautiful in the unknown and I'm learning to become more excited about the unknown I'm learning how to feel when I'm on the edge of an unknown and be like yes <laughs> let's go <laughs> get the courage self-love I said to my friend the other day like 
I don't ever remember anybody telling me that if you wanted to cultivate more courage within yourself, practice self-love. And I didn't get that until I started to live from that space of like, well, that took courage when I was loving myself, when I was acting out of self-love. And I think a big part of body identity and body image and what it means for you, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, there might be a lot of little moments in there where you're having to practice self-love, setting boundaries, expressing for yourself, standing in your authenticity, right? Having to admit and stop pretending that you're not taking care of your health. Mm -hmm. Pretending that I'm on this medication because of this thing, blah, blah, blah. When it's like, well, what's your diet like and what's your health like, like your activity level, like be honest about that too. Yeah. I think that's a big part of like the awareness piece is like, bringing it in, take responsibility and like, yeah, that stop pretending and living in, in truth. And that's a big part of what we talked about today was like bringing truth to this stuff. And it's like, maybe I don't have a healthy diet because nobody taught me. Maybe I grew up in a household of emotional eaters or shame around food all the time, or it just wasn't like, you know, it wasn't uh, a priority in the family. Whereas maybe you have a friend who's like super healthy and fit because their family story is that they were a really healthy family and did a lot of movement. And it's like, you don't have to stay in that story anymore. You can become someone that like, if you want, gets up and does some movement and takes care of their body. And it might make people uncomfortable, but then it comes back to the truth of yourself. How are you feeling when you take care of yourself? How are you feeling when you step up for you and you show up for you? And it's like body identity. I just want to leave people like, with that, for me on my end, I'll ask you as well, is to encourage people to come more into the body because the body tells you so much, so many things about yourself that are requiring your attention. And we are really busy and we are overworking and we are overanalyzing and being too logical about things and second guessing and all these, things. we're not listening. And it's like, there's so much going on in here always. And I love that you know, when I'm struggling, I, I reach out to you. When you're struggling, you reach out to me. Like we have multiple friends that we reach out to, you know, and it's <laughs> yeah. to trust that you've created that support. And maybe that's what it comes down to is creating that support for yourself that as you transform this part of your life or like grow in this part of your life that you continue to add people to it that are part of that healing process and can help hold that space for you and like accept you and not second guess you and ask these, I'll ask all these questions and judge and, and have all these opinions. It's like, you might have to sort of restructure who you go to when you're seeking support about this specific topic. Um, so what's one thought that, what would you leave listeners with today? Yep. Um, I would leave them, first of all, maybe just to have a small moment of reflection on how you feel about your own body I love what you said about like the body tells us messages all the time so are you willing to listen in love in acceptance and then show up for yourself you know and that does take courage and it does take love but the effects of that for yourself and for the rest are beautiful and you deserve it like really stand in a worthy like a worthiness space you know um I think when you're denying the messages from your own body it's almost like saying I'm unworthy of feeling good like my body's telling me this is not right and I'm doing it anyway whatever that is um and by me doing it anyway I'm just 
reinforcing the thought that I'm not worthy of listening to a very clear sign that this is not going to make me feel good. So really like sit with that, you know, see what it is for you, but um, understand that you're worthy of living a joyful, beautiful life. And you are the one who can give that to yourself. And you are getting messages about that all the time that come in physical form, whether it is through your body. Like you said, also having a great support group is amazing. <laughs> it is going to like work wonders. I've had through my own healing, multiple friends where, you know, just having these kind of open conversations like we're having right now is empowering and it's healing and you know it's um it creates space for everyone to grow so yeah I don't know if that was a long final message but I guess just like listen to your body and show up with love and knowing that you're worthy of feeling good and going towards that joy that it's like always signaling mm -hmm. feels yeah good. feels good to feel good it feels good to feel good it is good to feel good <laughs> feels good to feel good feels good to dance feels good to feel sexy feels good to feel strong all those things right things. and it yeah. feels good to know that you're following your truth whatever that is for you that you'll listen yeah. to that that you believe in that when you're in your body i find that that's like you're listening to your truth no matter what and the truth is yeah this in a conversation is like it's the medicine the world needs more of right now it's like people to just be true and honest and um and stop pretending anymore you know and um feel free like don't chain yourself up and put yourself in a box um and feel and sit in that tightness and in that heaviness when there's so much more freedom and joy available and uh, I'm so happy to have you here. I love our conversations. So happy to be here. Thank you for Thank coming. You. Thank you for putting this together and for all the beautiful work you do and spreading well, seeds of love everywhere. Well, speaking of work that we do, what are you doing? What are you working on, Gab? Tell the people. Oh, tell the people. <laughs> so I am a belly dancer. When the lockdowns are not going on, I do live performances very regularly here in Toronto and actually around the world too, which is fun. <laughs> um, I teach belly dancing. I have a studio here in Toronto, Abundance Belly Dance Academy, and I'm currently teaching online as well if anybody wants to join. I like creating dance videos and dance content too that you can find a lot of it on Instagram, Gabriella Belly Dancer or YouTube. Um, so yeah, I think that's- I'll be sure to link everything below so people can have access to all that, but I highly recommend you follow, like I'll put um, your Instagram handle and all of that there for everybody as well. Cause I highly recommend you guys watch her stuff. Like she's got the greatest dancing videos and, um, and even down to like the music that you share and the culture that you share share and what you express and how you express yourself and your body and also on there there's just Gabby like yeah <laughs> I feel like the one of the greatest things about your social platforms is that um you don't hide behind you don't hide behind costume you don't hide behind titles you don't hide behind anything like it's just like this is Gabby today this is Gabby today and like 
I'm a performer and I, you know, I'm a dancer and I'm a teacher and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm also a woman and a human and a daughter, you know, and a friend. And that's, I think, important for everybody to remember that you can be all of those things. Yeah, and they're you can. all beautiful. My Stacy Eilish. Do you have a year? It's new. Yay! Uh, <laughs> way to end this. Beautiful hug to yourself. Oh God. For the people tuning in, just do this. This That's all that matters. Just embrace. It's going to feel nice and really like squeeze. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I didn't have like, there's no feed. I don't see a feed. So we just went on our conversation anyway. (laughs) So I'll uh, get back to if there's any questions there, we'll get back to them. And if you have any questions later in, in, uh, the the days the months the years ahead this will be here forever so um and i'm sure we'll do more work together as we continue on in life (laughs) thank you for being here gab love you girl don't go anywhere stick around love you too lots of love from you stacy thanks everybody (laughs) bye from gabby (laughs) bye everyone i'm like shy here (laughs)